mobile phones, laptops, tablets, and everything in between. This is Sean and Sean, and you're listening to the Silicon Theory Podcast. Greetings, fellow tech seekers. This is Sean from Silicon Theory coming at you today with a discussion around the Galaxy S8 and S8 Plus. We're going to have a larger discussion. Sean P. and I are going to get together and talk about all of our thoughts after spending some hands-on time with both of these devices. But as a quick preview, I wanted to give you the top five thoughts for my hands-on time with the Galaxy S8 and S8 Plus devices from Samsung. Are you ready? Let's get started. First, they feel great and look really nice. The fit and finish, and mind you, these are just retail units so far, is just out of sight. They are a bit slippery, but the display, the metal and glass build, and just the overall feel in your hand is awesome. Sean P. made this comment, and I agree with him. They feel like phones from the future. Second, you can change the order of the soft key buttons at last. I've been lamenting the use of the capacitive buttons on the Galaxy S7 series and how backwards they are from stock Android. Whenever I use my wife's S7, I invariably click on something wrong and spend a few seconds cursing over Samsung's backwards layout of these keys. But no more. The on-screen buttons can be reordered, and actually very easily, and this may be the most underrated thing I've seen about the phone so far. I did this on all the retail store handsets I've used, and I'm glad I did. Third, the curve on the edges didn't bother me. This comes with a little caveat because I've only spent about 20 minutes actually using the devices in both sizes, but I really don't mind the curved edges. I'd still like to get them in a nice case and then see how responsive they are, but overall, I went into this thinking I would hate a curved edge display in favor of something more like the G6, say, and instead came away remarkably impressed with how it felt and worked in hand. Fourth, the S8 Plus really isn't that big. Another misconception I went into the store with was that I would probably greatly favor the S8 over the S8 Plus based on sheer height and or size alone, and this turned out not to be the case. If you visit our Instagram or Twitter feed, I posted a few pics of my Pixel XL compared to both devices, and the Pixel compares favorably with the larger S8 Plus. And bezels be damned, the S8 Plus was certainly a head-turner when compared to the Pixel. To be fair, I'm using a 5.5-inch display device right now, so a larger phone form factor doesn't really bother me, but if Samsung can shoehorn a 6.2-inch display into what amounts to basically the same form factor as the Pixel XL, who am I to argue? Fifth and last, Apple and Google are really on notice. Suffice it to say, I came away impressed with both of the Galaxy S8 devices. The S8 actually felt a little too narrow in hand, and I preferred the width of the S8 Plus. Either way, I don't think people will have too much to complain, ab- complain about with both of these devices. Now, things like battery life and usability are still a concern, but one thing is pretty clear. Samsung stepped up their game in a big way. By removing the home button, or putting it on the back is probably more accurate, and shrinking down the top and bottom bezels significantly, They basically are giving consumers a mobile phone designed perfectly for media consumption. And in our modern world, that's probably enough for a lot of folks. Both Apple and Google will have a long way to go to catch up with what Samsung has done, but both are not going to release a device until late into the second half of this year. For both their sakes, I hope they're already well on their way to doing something similar to what Samsung has accomplished with both of these Galaxy phones. And there you have it. My top five thoughts from handling the Galaxy S8 and S8 Plus. We'll have more to come, as always. You can find us on SiliconTheory.com. 
Check us out at Instagram and Twitter at Silicon Theory. If you have any more questions or anything else you'd like to see in topics of future podcasts, hit up our inbox at silicontheory at gmail.com. Thanks again, and I'll catch you in the next one.